Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf kuf mem al quick chazari son daf kuf mem di gemar and daf kuf mem amad al portanei machlekes. If somebody started doing lush in erev Shabbos, he started mixing ingredients in erev Shabbos with a machlekes. How he's allowed to continue doing it on Shabbos? Does he have to use a kli? Does he? What type of shin does he have to use? That was a machlekes on the gemar and the amad al. We saw the Mishnah spoke about that you're not allowed to soak this plant in warm water on Shabbos. The gemar concluded that's because of an iser of uvdo dechal. Then we saw the gemar on the days. We saw that Rav Chizda gave a bunch of interesting pieces of advice in regards to healthy eating, and we saw on the bottom he gave his daughters advice. Rav Chizda gave advice to his daughters about how they should conduct themselves bitzinius. Today, Hashem, we're going to finish up the parak, and we're going to see a few interesting halachas in regards to muksa. And then, by the Hashem, we're going to start the twenty-first parak in Masechet Shabbos, parak Naita, which is the shortest parak in Masechet Shabbos, but is packed with the halachas of halachas muksa. So let's see the Helgi Gemara. We are on Kuf Mem Amid Beis. The bottom, we're at the Mishnah. Says the Helgi Mishnah. Garfin, open it up. The halachas are allowed to clean out the trough. You have a trough which has the animal food inside. You're allowed to clean it out in front of this animal, which Rashi explains the is an animal that you're trying to fatten up. So you want to clean out the trough so that it's not disgusted by the food and it's going to continue eating the food. And says the mission of Masakim and Sunday, you're also allowed to move the food away to the side so that it doesn't get disgusting, it doesn't get dirty from the animal's excrement. Says the mission of Dice, These are the words of Rabdice. The Chum holds its answer. We'll see the Gemara is going to discuss whether they're going on the first halacha or both halachas. We'll see that in the Gemara. Night and says mission. Night will finish by mezuzah. Night will finish by mezuzah. Shabbos halachas. You're allowed to take food from one animal and give it to another animal on Shabbos. And Rashi over explains that it's not an issue of mukta because the animals eat food from another, from one another, and therefore it's not going to be a problem. You can move the food from one animal to another animal. The other animal is going to eat it, and therefore it's not a problem. Mukta says Helgi Gemara. Ibayil Rabbanan Arisha Pligyar Tzeva Pligyar Tzeva Pligyar says the Helgi Gemara. The Tanakam Reb Daisa said two halachas. Now the question is when Rabbanan said it's answer. Are they going on the first halacha, the second halacha, or both? Says the Gemara Tashan, bring your eye to the sign of the Bais of Chamaimrim, Echadzev, 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 Echadzev. In both cases, you're not moving to the side. So we see that the Chamaimrim are disagreeing. In both cases, side of the Risha, side of the Seifa, you're not allowed to clean up the trough, and you're not allowed to move the food to the side because of the excrement. The Chamaimrim doesn't hold that it's also in both cases. Says the Gemara, right? The in our Mishnah, whether you're allowed to clean it out or not, was talking about a trough which is connected to the ground, which is in the ground. However, a trough which is a clay, which is a vessel which is not connected to the ground, which is not made out of the karka, the Lachas, that's going to be permitted. Now, says the Gemara, the Gemara was going to explain why, why this would be the case. He says, is there anybody who would hold that a trough which is in, in the ground is going to be permissible to clean up? Says the Gemara, there's going to be a chashash that a person is going to level out the holes. If we, we allow you to clean it up, we allow you to move the dirt on the ground, we're afraid you're going to be level out the holes, which is going to be an Isidur Isis. It says, change it up, say like this. Whether you're allowed to clean up or not, was talking about a trough, which is a cleat, which is not made up of the ground. A trough, which is the actual karka, the actual ground. It's going to be us because of a chashash. You're going to come to Imash Vegum. It's again an interesting discussion that over that it's going to be a over here, that we're afraid that maybe it's going to be Imash Vegum. And he's not in Machamet Masha Gumais. Definitely interesting discussion. Our Sergei says the Helgi Gemara Vaiter of a night with Nebe Hema Tani Chada, night with Nebe Hema Shapir Yafa, a nice little Nebe Hema Shapir Ra, a tiny Gidach, night with Nebe Hema Shapir Ra, a nice little Nebe Hema Shapir Yafa. We have two Bryces. One Bryce says you're allowed to take food from an animal which has a Pia Yafa and give it to an animal which has a Pia Ra. And the other Bryce says the other way around. You're allowed to take food from an animal which has a Pia Ra and give it to an animal which has Pia Yafa. So the Gemara is going to explain what is this referring to and what does it mean Pia Yafa Pia Ra. So it says the Gemara Amar Abai. Abai explains what this Bryce is referring to. I eat the Edi Mekamech. 
Says a like this. Both prices agree, and they're both talking about the same case. That you're allowed to take food in front of a donkey and put it in front of an ox because the ox is going to eat the food. But the other way around, to take food from an ox and give it to a donkey, you can't do that on Shabbos because the donkey won't normally eat the food, and therefore it's an issue of muksa. That says how we translate the words. This the price says This the says you're allowed to take from an animal which is piyafa. That's referring to It's referring to a donkey which is not drooling line, it's a clean mouth, and that's why it's called piyafa. And you're allowed to put it in front of a cow who has a disgusting mouth, which is referring to the fact that it has a lot of saliva, and therefore you're allowed to. It's referring to the fact that you're allowed to take the food from the donkey and give it to the cow. And this is the bride says you're allowed to take from an animal which is pira. That's also referring to a donkey. It's referring to a donkey like it eats what it eats anything, and that's why it's called pira because it doesn't care what it eats. And when the bride says you're allowed to give it to an animal which is piyafa, piyafa just means an ox who's careful about what it eats, and therefore it's permissible. Again, the bride was saying the same halacha. Both brides agreed that you're allowed to take food from a donkey and give it to a cow, but not vice versa. Says the other Mishnah. Hakasha gavemita. If a person has straw on top of the bed, lay in and the other person's not allowed to shake up with his hand. On the other he's allowed to shake up with his body. Again, the Gemara is going to call this teltum outside, where a person's not directly moving the muksa item with his hand, and therefore it's going to be permissible. Vim hoya meichel behema shealav kar or isadim and the Says the Mishnah that like Rashi explains, generally straw is used to burn, it's used as firewood, and therefore it's going to be muksa. However, in a case where you designate it for meichel behema or you put a pillow or sheets on top of it, then says the Mishnah, and you're allowed to move your hand because if it's meichel behema, it's not going to be muksa because you designated for meichel behema, and if you put a sheet or pillows on top. Also, you're making it clear that the straw is intended to be used to sit on, and therefore it's not going to be mukta as well. Says the Mishnah. A person has a press of Baalbat, and Rashi explains he used to take these two big beams and he used to press their clothing with it. So it says the Mishnah Matir and Allah is you're allowed to undo it on Shabbos. I like Kaifship, but you're not allowed to press the clothing on Shabbos because Rashi says that that is for after Shabbos, it's a terrible, and therefore it's prohibited. And if it's a the professional press of the laundry, the launderers, the Allah is that you're not allowed to touch at all. That Rashi explains it is usher to disconnect it on Shabbos because it looks like you're doing stira, it looks like you're demolishing on Shabbos. Says the Mishnah Vaita Rudam. Buddha says, Maya Mutter of Shabbos. If you already started on doing it on Erev Shabbos, Mata is clue. Vishem Delacha is you're allowed to. Completely remove it. You're allowed to completely take it apart on Shabbos and move it away. Amr of Nachman says, "Nachman, Hi Pugla Mimayla Matzah Shari Matzah Mayla Atzur." We had this halacha before. That if you have a radish, which if the narrow side is in the ground and the wider side is on top of the ground, the halacha is you're allowed to take it out of the ground because when you pull it out, you're not really going to be moving a lot of dirt. However, if it is the thicker side is in the ground and the thinner side is on top of the ground, so when you pull it out, you're going to be moving a lot of dirt. Halacha is that is prohibited. Amr Bad Rabba Amr Bey Rav Tani the Lekar of Nachman says the Gemara we learned now Lekar of Nachman. Because the mission says Akasha Kavya Mitalay Nabiata Lakhana move with your hand, I will be goofy, we're allowed to move with your body. The Bay Mahbahima Shallav Kari Sadunabiata says the Gamar Shmamina Totalishma Shmamina says the Gamar from the fact that you're allowed to move it with your body. And the mission says you're allowed to move the straw with your body because that is called Totomata. That's called moving it from the side. You're not moving it directly with your hands, and therefore it's permitted. So says the Gamara. We see clearly from our mission that Totomata is going to permit it. So so in the case of Nachman where the person's moving the radish and the dirt is being moved because he's pulling off the radish, that's called Totomata and it's clear from our mission that's going to permit it. So we see from our mission, not like Reb Nachman says, "Halaki Gemara by the Amr Behuda." Honey, probably these peppers made a chada chada. And the Sakina Shari, you're allowed to chop the peppers very thinly, very finely with the handle of the knife because you're doing two shinoi. First of all, you're doing one at a time. You're doing each one individually, which is a shinoi, and you're doing with the handle of the knife, and that's considered two shinoi, and therefore it's permitted. It's not an issue of techen and shabbos. Tarti asar, however, to do more than one is prohibited because then you're only doing one shinoi, you're only doing the back of the handle, and that is prohibited. Rabbi Amravah says, "Keep it to Mishani." Once you're using a shinoi, they're using the back of the handle of the knife. And you're not 
using the actual knife, a field to vinami, it is even permitted to do many peppers. You're allowed to cut many peppers thinly sliced as long as you're doing a shina. The taste over quotes, he showed us, the shildas learned that our Gemara was referring to on Yomtev, and now this whole discussion revolved around Yomtev. However, Taisa himself learns, amongst many other Rishayim, that referring to Shabbos and that doing Taichen with one shina is permitted in our case. Says the Helgi Gemara, Vaita Amruhuda person who is. Washing himself in the water, Resha, he should dry himself before he comes out of the water. If he's going in a, he's going in somewhere in the Carmelis, for example, if there's a pit of water and he's going in too on Shabbos. So says the says Rehuda, the he should dry himself before he comes out. And then he should come out of the water. Because if he doesn't dry himself before he comes out of the water, we're going to be afraid that he's going to walk for Amos in a Carmelis. He's going to walk and he's going to have the water on top of him. So therefore, he should make sure to dry himself before he can use walking. Yachi asks the Gemara, asks the Gemara, if you're going to tell me this. An issue of carrying water in a carmelitz. So the when the person goes into the water itself, so he's going to push some of the water out. That also should be a problem of carrying or moving water in a in a carmelitz. And to the gemara, kaycha b'karmelitz legazer. And to the gemara, the rabbanu not gazer kaycha in a carmelitz. And therefore, there's no provision for the person to go into the water, even though he's moving some of the water more than four amos. However, to carry the actual water is going to be prohibited, and that's why the person should dry himself off first. Now, the rush over here is more the very important question, which is negev to many people on many Shabbat of the year, where it rains on Shabbos. Asks the rush of the gemara telling us that a person should make sure to dry himself off before he goes out in a caramelist and this is you talk about Rosh Hashanah so Kolshkin asks the Rosh how is a person allowed to go out when it rains on Shabbos how is he allowed to go out when in a Rosh Hashanah if he's going to be carrying the water so the Rosh over here answers because when a person goes out in the rain there's less water than when he comes out of a pit and therefore it's permitted now the Bach other place can ask what do you mean we see this is not true when a person goes out in the rain it's a lot of water so how can you tell me that's going to be permitted again the place can be brought down it is permitted for a person to go out and the place can come up with different reasons different reasons why exactly it's permitted for a person to go out with water in his clothing or weighing on top of him even though there's a tzad to say that it's carrying the place will say it's and it's and Sklacharyad, the lot of Tiru from the neighbor permit. It says Helgi Gmar Rita Rabbi Vitama Rabbiuda Tichagaviraglay Mikanka Bikarka says Abaya, a person who has dirt on his foot, the Allah is allowed to clean it off on the ground, Bimakah Bakesal, but you're not allowed to wipe it off on the Kaisal, on the wall. Amrava says Gor my time Kaisal asks Rav why not to wipe it off on the wall, Mishum Demirsi Kabina, because it looks like you're building on the wall. Habin Khaklo asks Rava, this is not a normal way to build, this is a very weak type of building. Nobody builds this way that you that you wipe dirt on the wall, that's not considered building. Alam Rabbah says, Rav, Mekanach HaBekesel, Mekanach HaBekesel. So Rav says, other around, you let it clean off your foot on the wall, but you're not allowed to clean off on the, cr- on the ground. Again, we have this gazero that we don't want you to be moving dirt on the ground because we're afraid you're going to level the ground and it's Rav of, of leveling the hole. So that's in said it's Aser side to wipe it on the ground, side to wipe it on the, on the well, Papa and Papa said, "Achatzav achatzav mutter." Papa said, "In both cases, it's permitted." Lamar bray dervinas asks the Gemara. Lamar bray dervina my mekanchlei asks the Gemara. According to Lamar bray dervina, how are you allowed to wipe yourself? How are you allowed to wipe your foot off? And the Bach explains that maybe Aser had the Gemara know that's mutter because the Gemara. So the Bach explains the Gemara made a deal because Ravina said, "Side this way, side this way is Aser." He didn't say it's Aser always. He just said that in these two cases it's Aser. The Gemara is asking, "So how according to Ray dervina is it mutter?" And the Gemara mekanchlei big kura. You're allowed to wipe it off on a beam. There, there's no chashash abinyan. There's no chashash of ashvi. Gumites, therefore it's permitted. Says the Helkik Maravaiter. Amarava, Lelesiv Inish, Apumade, Chaya Dilma, Mingadra Lachay, but also let's see, Rava says a person shouldn't sit at the edge of a lechi when there's a mavi, and a person's allowed to carry the mavi because there's a lechi. Lechi is the beam which is right at the entrance of the mavi. So Rava says a person shouldn't carry right at the entrance of the mavi because we're afraid that maybe the chavitz is going to roll out into the Rosh Hashanah and, and he's going to come to carry the chavitz on Shabbos. So you should be careful, you shouldn't carry right at the edge of the mavi because we are concerned that the chavitz is going to fall out of his hand and it's going to go into the Rosh and is going to carry it on Shabbos. Says the Helgi Gemara, Viter, Viyama Rava, Lelesiv Inish, Kuvad, 
a person shouldn't roll a barrel, a heavy barrel on the ground, again, because it's chashash, the person's going to be mashed with the gumay, it's going to flatten out the holes, which could be an iser deray. So it says, says the Gemara person shouldn't take these wool rags and he stuff up a jar with them, because of a chashash of schita, if he stuffs it up and it gets very wet, it's going to be an issue of schita, an issue of squeezing on Shabbos. It says, Kahana, teacher got a big day, a person who has, a person whose clothing got dirty, He's allowed to scratch it off from the inside of the clothing, but he's not allowed to scratch it out from the outside. Meaning, you're allowed to scratch it out from the inside and push it off the dirt from the inside. But you're not allowed to directly scratch it off with your hand. You're not allowed to rub it off very well with your hand. Asks the Gemara Meisve. Allah has a person's shoe got dirty. He's allowed to scrape it off with the back of a knife. And if he got dirty on his clothing, Allah has he's allowed to scratch it off. He's allowed to scrape it off with his nails. Says the Gemara, as long as he does not rub it vigorously. Because rubbing it that way is prohibited, could be an issue of leaving. Ask the Gemara, my love, show you how cloud sounds like you're not allowed to do. You're not allowed to rub it vigorously. Sigh on the inside, on the outside. And we said that you're allowed to do it on the inside of clothing. And Gemara, lie, show you how it It means you're not allowed to vigorously rub it out from on top of the garment, but you're allowed to rub it out from the inside of the clothing. Again, this halach of shifshof is extremely negaya on Shabbos when a person's clothing gets dirty. This is an iser drabbanan of shifshof pashas because the iser of normally we assume is with water, but drabbanan regays are even without water. There is a prohibition on a drabbanan level to clean your clothing on Shabbos, to rub it vigorously on Shabbos. Again, the practical lachas are right. And again, when you hack it, you suck it, dirty, definitely something to be careful about. Says the Hegging right to Amravo, Amravazar, Amravyani, Megarin, Mino, Chadash, Avalayash, and Lachas are allowed to scrape off an old, a new shoe on Shabbos, but not an old shoe on Shabbos. And Rashi explains because if you scrape an old shoe on Shabbos, there could be an issue that he's going to be a machik because he peels some of the shoe when he, when he scrapes it and he's smoothing out the shoe, so it's a problem with machik, and therefore you're not allowed to scrape off an old shoe on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, this time we said you're allowed to scrape off a new shoe. What are you allowed to use? Amravo, but got sack on the back of a knife. Amralehu, Saba, a certain Saba said, which we spoke at before. This could be Aliyah Navi, according to the Gaiyanim and Taisis. Sami Dadach Makamiha, he said, ignore what you just said, and we should follow this price that we're going to tell you. The Tanya Rabchia, Aim Agarin, Laiman Al Khajlaim Al Yash, and Allahs are not allowed to scrape off Sayanusha, Sayan Ultru. Well, Yasaka Tragli Shaman, and Allahs are not allowed to smear your foot with oil. Hubutechaminal, and your foot is in the shoe, Ibutech Sandal, or your foot is in the side of the sandal, because the person wants to put the oil on. So that it fixes the shoe. It says the Gemara, what you're allowed to do is you're allowed to first put on your foot and then you're allowed to put your foot in the shoe to, to smooth out the shoe. And says the Gemara, you're allowed to smear your entire body with oil. Tavla, and you're allowed to roll on top of a leather mat, even though it could be now that you're being mat, you are tanning the mat. Allah says that's permissible. The any chayshish, you don't have to be chayshish. Amr of Chizda, Rav Chizda clarified. Says the Gemara of Chizda clarified and said this that we said it's permitted to roll on top of this leather mat. That's only if you're intending to shine it, but if you're intending to actually tan it, then it's prohibited because that's going to be an answer. That's the Gemara of It's pashit if, you, if you're trying to tan it, that's going to be prohibited. Says the Gemara Does anybody permit you to shine it on Shabbos? Even though shining is only Nisir Rabbanan, but Lachar, the Rabbanan asked you from shining it because it looks like you're trying to do an Abedit. So it's more, I'll eat my Hachikmas. If you want to say like, say like this, Amr Chizr Chizr clarify and tell like this, this that we said that it's permitted to put oil on your body and then roll around on this mat. That's why if you do a small shear, the shear which is to shine. However, the shear of Ibo, the shear of tanning it is, going, is prohibited. Even though you do not intend to tan it, that shear is prohibited to put on on Shabbos and roll on top of the leather mat on Shabbos. It says the Gemara Baiter, Tanir Rabbanan. 
one Bryce says that Allah is allowed to take off the shoe from the shoe form. What they used to do is they used to make their shoes on this form, which is basically the form of a foot. So one Bryce says you're allowed to take off the shoe on Shabbat, and one Bryce says you're not allowed to take it off. And the Gemara is assuming we're talking about an issue of Mukta. So I ask the Gemara, how are we going to reconcile this Tira? Says the Gemara, like Kasha, Harab, Leazar, Harabanan. The Tarot is like the Machlekes, you know, Leazar, Rabban, and Rashi Tomas. Now we're the Mishnah, Minash, Rabbe, Imas. If you have a shoe on top of the shoe form, Leazar, Matar, Leazar holds its tar because the shoe, we look at the shoe as if it's not completed yet. It's only completed once we take it off. So therefore, since it's not completed, it doesn't have the shame clear. And therefore, it's tar. Lachacham, Metamim, and Lachacham holds its Tame. And since the, why is it Tame? Because the Chacham assumed that even though it wasn't taken off the form yet, it has the status of a shoe. So it comes out that the Chacham who are Machmer regards to Tame are going to make them regards to Shabbos because once it's considered a Kli, so therefore you're going to be allowed to move it. However, according to Blazer, holds that it's Tar in regards to Tome Vitaira. He's going to hold that's Azar to move on Shabbos because it's not the status of a Kli. It says the Gemara, Hani Chlerav Damar Davish Machtele. It's your Bantar, Gulu Bantar, Makari Mutter Shabbos. Says the Gemara, this works very nicely according to Rav. Rav holds like we pass. Gina Davish Machtele, it's your, you're allowed to move it. Silence, sir. Gufa, sir, if you intend to use the item for something which is permissible. And silence, sir, Makari Mutter, if you need the place, it's Mutter. Allah, buy it. Armat, sir, Gufa, Mutter, sir, Makari Mutter, according to Bai holds that a Kli Shemachtele, it's your, a Kli, for example, a cell phone, you're allowed to move, let's say, Gufa, you're only allowed to move it if you're using it for a permissible purpose. But if you just needed that spot, then it's Aser. Michael Mamer asks the Gemara, what are you going to say? And like Rashi explains the question that when you take off the shoe, you're also, the Gemara is assuming you're also moving the form. So according to Rob, that says you're allowed to move something with Tzarek So then says the Gemara, this is called a Tzarek because you're moving the form because it's taking up the space of the shoe. So you're taking the shoe off and you're moving the form. That's considered a Tzarek However, according to Bayel, the Tzarek is Aser. So how you let it take the shoe off? Answers the Gemara. Over here, we're talking about a shoe which is very loose. And if it's very loose, you do not have to move the form at all. So therefore, it's not an issue of moving the form. It's only an issue of moving the shoe, and therefore, it's permitted. Says Gemara, Dasani, who just says, "Am I roughly mutter?" Who declared and said this? We said it's permissible. That's only if it is very loose. Now the Gemara makes a deal. Time with roughly, halay roughly light. Says Gemara, it sounds like you're only allowed to take it off now. According to Huda, you're only allowed to take the shoe off if it's a loose shoe. But if it wasn't loose, then you're not allowed to take it off. Honey, chalabai damar darvish shemachles. Let's gufay mutter. Let's talk about coming shoppers. Now says the Gemara. Now we have a kasha on, on Rava. We have a right to buy it. Now this makes sense according to buy it. Said that's usher to move something. Let's talk about coming. Asks the Gemara, according to Rav, who says that it's permitted to move something, to move a Klishimach to Israel, it's Rav as well. So why did Ruta say it's only what to move the shoe if it's loose and you do not have to move the form of the shoe, the form of the FUD, according to Rav, it should be permitted to move it, to move the form of the shoe because that is considered a Tzarek And to the Gemara, Answers the Gemara that when Yehuda clarified it's going 
Rehuda clarified that the case was that it's a very loose shoe. That was going according to the Shita of Rebbe Lezer. The Rebbe Lezer holds that in a normal case, it's not considered a shoe at all. However, if it's loose, then it's considered a shoe. So therefore, only according to Rebbe Lezer, does the case have to be that's very loose. However, according to everybody else, according to the Chamim, it would be considered a shoe, even if it was not roughly. And therefore, everybody would agree that you'd be allowed to move it, says Rebbe, even if it was not a loose shoe, the Lachas, you'd be allowed to move it because Lezerach Makayim, it is permitted to move. Hajjan Lach Taylor, we should be Zechah to be Makayim and come back and Chazan this parak as Hashem. It's actually interesting. Before we go to the next parak, I saw recently in the Sefer Eshkol, which was Sefer written by one of the Rishonim in Hachasei Vatera, on page sixty, he actually writes that the minig used to be that when they would finish a parak, they would say the entire nusach of the hadron. Our minig nowadays is just to say hadron alach this parak. However, he brings down that lefikal calls mancha adam geiris beparak bechayzer alav keminig deregilin rabbanu lemeimar vehadam aralah hadron alach emar achers alasim vezelch and he quotes the whole thing. Chanina papa rami papa he quotes the entire hadron, which is interesting. That too, in the old days, our minig was they would say the entire nusach of the hadron when they would finish a parak, and not just an entire mesachta. Says the halakhet mishnah vay. Now we're going to see Parak Naitel, the 21st Parak Mosech the Shabbos. It's the shortest Parak Mosech the Shabbos, but it's jam packed with Allah's of Muksa. So let's see the Hegel Mishnah. It says the Mishnah Naitel, Allah must be naive, Allah has a person allowed to carry his son, even though he's holding a stone in his hand. Again, even though the stone is Muksa, since the person is just carrying the son, it is not prohibited for him to carry the son, even though the son is carrying something which is Muksa. The Gemara is going to clarify. He's Allah has blessed Hashem. Because the second says the Mishnah, you're allowed to carry a basket with a stone inside. Again, the Gemara is going to clarify when this is permitted, when it's Asr Matafalin, Trimutamayim, says the Mishnah, you're allowed to move Trimutamayim if it's mixed in with Trimutamayim or Chulin. Again, Trimutamayim is something which is Muksa, it's something that you have to burn. However, it's mixed in with other things, then you're allowed to move it. Again, the Gemara is going to clarify when it is Mutter, when it is Asr. Huda Rehuda says, which this halacha is a little bit not related to the Hechas Muksa. The Achraim trying to figure out why it's in our Mishnah, but Rehuda comes in and says, the Allah is, as Rashi explains, that if Truma falls in to Chulin, the Allah is at its bottle, what one from a hundred. So if you have Truma which falls into a hundred times more of Chulin, the Allah is that it's really permitted to eat. However, the Allah is you also have to take out that one, you have to take out one. So one shear of chulin because we want we don't want we don't personally be to get enough from that truma which is inside. So therefore we, we require you to take out one so one shear worth of truma and then it's mutter to eat. So now the mission is telling us a chiddush. Who is telling us a chiddush? Are you allowed to do this even on Shabbos? And Rashi explains the chiddush is that we don't say that you're masakin the food because without it you're not allowed to eat on Shabbos. And Rebbe is coming to say that it is permitted to do this on Shabbos. Quick chazar we saw today the Gemara on the Amid Aleph spoke about the halacha of Tatman Atzad. The halacha is allowed to move some. Thing from the side, as long as you're not directly moving with your hand, Allah is that's called Tatman Atzad, and in some cases that is permitted. Then we saw the Gemara brought down a few different halachas in regards to Halachas Muksa, and then we saw the Gemara on the base spoke out the halacha that it's per, according to Rabbah, it's mutter to move something which is Klishim Lachla Isser, it's mutter to move Sad Tarkul, Sad Tarkul, Sad Tarkul, Abai held only Tarkul, it's mutter, and the Tarkul Makamai is prohibited. The Gemara tried to bring a raya to the Sheet of Abaya from the Sheet of Rehuda. Rehuda said the case was that the shoe was loose, and the Gemara explained, no, Rehuda's only saying that according to Sheet of Leazar, However, according to the Chum, would be mutter to move even if the shoe is not loose. And then we just started the 21st parak, which the mission told us you're allowed to carry your child even if your child is holding a stone in his hand. We don't say it's a problem of carrying mukta. And by the Shem, we'll see more about this tomorrow exactly when it is mutter, when it is usher. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.